You know what we got to do for this video. Got the tiger's blood. I only use the tiger's piss for workouts. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Boom! Boom! What's up, everyone? Mark Lobliner, tigerfitness.com. All right. Let's break out the news. Now, this is not something we're going to go immediately from sniffing tiger's blood to talking about something serious and dire and something we really, really, really need to discuss as a society. Eating disorders among teens have more than doubled during the pandemic. Pandemic being the C word. C word. I'm not sure I can say it, although Jimmy Dore does. Here are the warning signs and what to do about them. Now, eating disorders... Um, they're horrible. Anorexia, bulimia, some consider orthorexia eating disorder. Now you have another one, which is binge eating disorder. And I would consider obesity to be an eating disorder because you're eating so much that you're putting yourself in a state of comorbidity. You're putting yourself that much closer to dying every single day. Fat positivity has no place on this channel. We are fat avoidance. We are fat adverse. We do not want people to be fat. We want people to be healthy. We want people to live as long as they possibly can with a quality of life through the roof because I love everybody and I want you guys to live and enjoy your life. Enjoy your family. Enjoy all the fruits of your labor. Okay. I want everyone to live. There is no place for fat positivity here. There is place for improvement. There is place for healthy weight, but I will not, and I repeat, will not stand by and let fat positivity, body positivity kill people. Anybody who promotes fat positivity is a murderer. You are a murderer. The reason we were shut down in 2020 is because people were too fat. This country is too fat, too out of shape. And that's why this thing took out so many people because of comorbidities. The number one being obesity. Read this article from Fortune. The C-19 pandemic has been associated with worsening mental health among teens, including increasing number of patients with eating disorders. Now, I will say another thing. Being obese, being fat, well, it, it destroys the way your brain thinks. It makes you stupider. It just does. Blood flow to the brain, decreased body positivity, right? Decreased self-esteem. I don't care how much you dance on TikTok with your stomach hanging over your junk. You, you're not happy with yourself. I guarantee you're not happy with yourself. In fact, research indicates the number of teens with eating disorders at least doubled during the pandemic. Well, if we can only just save one life, right, guys? I'm really glad that, that the government had our best interests in mind by shutting us down and forcing us to not go to gyms and eat fast food all day because they delivered it to our house. For some reason, the Grubhub guy couldn't get sick, but we could. So tell me that. How come How come the, all these people, I'm staying home and saving lives, so you want your Uber Eats guy to die? It's a pretty fucked up thing to do. This is particularly concerning given that eating disorders are among the most deadly of all mental health diagnoses and teens with eating disorders are higher risk for suicide than the regular population. Absolutely. Eating gives people control. 
And by not eating, you're in control. By overeating, you're in control. Don't tell me what to eat. I'm going to eat this pastry. Don't tell me what to eat. I'm going to go to the Golden Corral and eat the entire left side of the goddamn buffet. While experts don't know exactly why eating disorders develop, studies show that body dissatisfaction and desire for weight loss are key contributors. This can make conversation around weight and healthy behaviors particularly tricky with teens and young adults. As an adolescent medicine doctor specializing in eating disorder, I have seen firsthand the increase in patients with eating disorders as well as the detrimental effects of eating disorder stereotypes. I regularly work with families to help teens develop positive relationships, body image, blah, blah, blah. Um, so eating disorders often start at adolescence include anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and other specified feeding eating disorders. So effects from this. Paused puberty, stalled growth, can influence bone health, adult height, and other aspects of health not addressed quickly. Teens are also at risk for disordered eating behaviors such as intentional vomiting, caloric restriction, binge eating, overexercise, use of weight loss supplements, and misuse of laxatives. Notice how we are really focusing on the being too skinny part, which is a huge problem, huge problem. But up until now, we're not really getting into the binge eating, the obesity part of it. One in five teens, according to a recent study, struggle with disordered eating behaviors. While these behaviors alone might not qualify as eating disorder, they may predict the development of eating disorders later on. Treatment methods for eating disorders are varied and depend on multiple factors, including a patient's medical stability, family preference and needs, local resources, and insurance coverage. So traditional ideas and stereotypes by eating disorders left many people with the impression that it is mainly thin, white, affluent females who de develop eating disorders. However, research demonstrates that anybody can develop these regardless of race, blah, blah, blah. So contrary to popular beliefs here, studies show teen boys are at risk for eating disorders as well. And they, as well, and they are. I've seen this many times. I've coached thousands of people at marklobliner.com. Many of them are recovered or recovering males with eating disorders. So warning signs, okay, here they are. Problematic behaviors can include eating alone or in secret and a hyper-focus on healthy foods when those foods aren't readily available. I don't know. That could be a warning sign, but if you're at McDonald's with your friends and you don't want to get a double quarter pounder with cheese and you know that it's going to make you feel bad and it's going to make you unhealthy, I don't know if that's disordered eating. Parents also play an important role in the teen's self-esteem and research demonstrates that negative comments from parents about weight, body size, and eating are associated with disorder type eating in teens. Therefore, when talking to teens, it would be beneficial to take a weight-neutral approach, focus on overall health, wider and weighter size. I agree with that. So what I like to do as a dad is I like to focus on healthy behaviors and I like to focus on exercising and choosing healthier foods. Now, you also got to cater it to who you're talking to. My kids are active, active boys. For them, eating a whole gallon of ice cream at night, they're not going to get fat. However, if you have a girl who's not as active and who has a lower metabolism, yeah, you, you do got to kind of say, hey, you know what? Here's a healthier choice. Not shaming them for wanting to eat ice cream, but saying, hey, try this next time or maybe control your portions. As much as it might hurt their feelings... It is good to help show your kids or tell your kids what are good and bad behaviors. That is what we do as parents, okay? So that's all I want to read from that article. But here's my problem with this. Okay, the bottom line is we're at a level where within the next few years, if we're not already there, 50% of the population is going to be obese. 
as someone who coaches kids, I coach athletes. My kids I coach are generally in great shape. The only exception would be, for example, an offensive defensive lineman or football player um, or, or any kind of sport like that. You're going to have kids with more body fat because it literally helps them in their sport. However, hear me out. The problem with this article is we're pretty much just addressing anorexia, bulimia, orthorexia. When I feel that those are huge problems, they need to be addressed. But the main thing we need to focus on right now is binge eating and being obese and overweight. There is no worse threat to society than the obesity epidemic right now. In fact, the military can't accept most of the applicants because they do not pass a fitness test. In fact, they lowered the fitness levels needed in the military because most people can't pass the fitness test. Put that in perspective. Put that in perspective. We literally have a military who performs way less effectively than past militaries because our general population, which we draw the military service people from, are so fat and out of shape. That's a problem. What do I think about eating disorders? Well, it's terrible. We need to do our best to promote healthy eating. We need to do our best to promote exercise. In my opinion, the one thing that kind of negates a lot of this is exercise. You know, I, spend, uh, I spent, man, hundreds of thousands of dollars and hundreds of weekends over the past 10 years at club soccer events. I think I could count on one hand the amount of fat kids on those soccer fields. The reason is when a kid is athletic, they're going to burn a lot of calories. They're going to have healthier habits. They're going to notice that if they eat McDonald's before a game or practice, or if they eat, I don't know, some, some chicken and rice, they're going to perform better eating the cleaner food option. At the end of the day, the problem is we're not encouraging activity. We don't have physical education in schools. That's the problem. So while I do agree that anorexia and I agree that bulimia are still huge issues, they are not the major issue. The major issue among children that we made worse by the overreaction in 2020, the main issue is obesity. And while we need to spend a lot of time and effort focusing on helping prevent anorexia, bulimia, and other undereating disorders, we need to spend just as much, if not more, resources fighting obesity. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe to this channel, click on the notification bell, and thank you so much for watching. Buy all your sport nutrition supplements at tigerfitness.com. And uh, that's all I got to say. Uh, one more thing, let me think. Um, oh, yeah, that's not a game. used to have to go through dozens of bottles of vitamins, of supplements, just to get what I need. Look, I'm busy. I'm running multiple businesses. I'm coaching. I'm a professional bodybuilder getting ready for my first pro show. I don't have time to sit there and do all that. I got to go. I'm on the go all the time. That is why I created MTS Nutrition Immortal. Here's how they look. This, all it takes, this replaces dozens of bottles of supplements. And let me tell you exactly what this has. It has probiotics, greens, liver detox, joint support, cardiovascular support, and the most complete multivitamin, multi-mineral supplement ever created. If you have a busy life or you simply want more time to do the things you love and be able to travel by just taking one simple little pack with you, Immortals for you.